thank you, Mutiny Radio, for having us here at Racers Alley. Yar E R. Tonight we have a couple of guests. We have uh, Manny uh, from. Uh, uh, actually, we have Manny, uh, Robbie, Moto Tire Guy, and uh, Milk Crate Brian. Uh, Milk Crate Brian was here a couple of shows ago as well. The same as Moto Tire Guy and Manny for the first time. Uh, Manny the Harlow Righty. He's uh, we'll be talking to him soon, and uh, it's going to be a great show. Wade's going to be here, and we're going to talk about being in uh, I guess uh, Crybaby Canyon, which is an extension from last week's show, uh, talking about uh, going through this horrific area over in Mexico as far as off-road riding. So it's pretty cool, and uh, we're going to get first-hand knowledge from a couple of our boys who actually survived it and uh, came back in one piece. So uh, let's get some music on. Let me get the studio together for our guest and uh, talk to you in a few. Yari are. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Racer's Alley.
We're still here at Racers Alley in the heart of the mission. We're just uh, getting ready to set up, and I, I wanted to say uh, welcome here to Racers Alley, and uh, hope you enjoy our tunes here for a bit. Be back in a few minutes. Yar yar. Cheers, guys. Thank you. 
Yarr, Welcome back to uh, Mutiny Radio and our show, Racers Alley. And uh, it's a beautiful Thursday night here in San Francisco in the heart of the mission. And uh, this week we did have rain uh, tonight and uh, streets are clean. Uh, streets looking a little happier and uh, everyone in general is... Uh, very happy to be in the clean air. So anyhow, uh, we're going to have a great show tonight. We're going to have a few guests here uh, talking about Mexico, new bikes, and all types of new stuff. And uh, from there on, uh, I just want to say, you know, uh, thank you for meeting the radio for having us here. Uh, it's always a nice time. And uh, anyone can always call us up at 415-550-0511. 415-550-0511. And you can always shoot the ship for a second and, uh, you know, ask any questions you want during the conversation because it's, a, it's actually a live show here. So anytime we uh, hiccup or fart, you could definitely hear it. So uh, we'll be back shortly. All the guests are coming in. We're going to be sitting down and uh, we'll have a very nice conversation about uh, all types of fun stuff that happened in the past two weeks. All right. Hold on, guys.
Welcome to Racer's Alley here in the heart of the mission. And boy, I got a full house, which is rare, actually. And uh, got a bunch of boys with a bunch of tails, you know. Uh, uh, of course, as usual, we got Subculture Wade as co-host. And uh, today, uh, we got a couple of return guests, uh, Robbie Moto Tire Guy. And uh, what I'm just going to deem Milk Crate Brian, because he loves his milk crates. Uh, yes, especially on, Yeah, you do, on all the back of your bikes, don't you, mate? Robbie, say hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah. He's just back from Mexico with Brian as well. And uh, hey, Wade, how you doing tonight? I'm doing fine, real good. Yeah, you know what's really cool is I was hanging out over at Molotov's, one of our sponsors, uh, which uh, to say is um, uh, on the 15th on a Saturday night from four to nine at Molotov's, uh, we are going to be doing a clothing drive, which is a really cool thing. I think this is going to be our fifth annual, I believe, Wade. And uh, from there, uh, we've always had a, a great, great. Uh, uh, Turnout, I think, one of our our biggest. Uh, you know, we had like seventeen bags. I think the first time of uh, garbage bags full of clothes that were donated, and at least ten or twelve bags of uh, uh, canned goods. You know, and that's really great. We do. We give those over to St. Anthony's here in the city. I've I've, I've looked at several people, done my research, and uh, I think those folks are the most righteous. And I think it's a they, they go directly to the people. No one's no one's charging anyone for anything. I mean, they're they're proper folks so uh, if you're out there and can't come to the clothing drive please drop some stuff off over at st anthony at st anthony's in uh, san francisco uh they're very good folks take care of a lot of people so uh yeah wade so uh we got to do that in two weeks just so there we go uh, fill the el camino exactly it's a wonderful exactly. event i remember uh maybe two years ago we brought so much stuff in that they had to bring a second fan and they were really happy <laughs> well that was that. wade's van actually yeah. yeah we piled that sucker up you know the first year i had my alfa romeo the first couple of years and that, yeah. there's pictures out there that just things overloaded for yeah, and I'll say if they have a, if you have any work clothes like car hearts or anything that somebody would use on a job site that's what they really appreciate so you know bring out your good sturdy gear because you know a lot of people are out there in harsh conditions for sure you know you uh, Brian you know yeah well right now especially with all the fires uh, Manny are you out there I'm here. All right, Manny. Say Happy I'm to here. See, uh, full house today. Yeah, it's like uh, Manny's here. Actually, uh, first time guest. He uh, runs with the uh, California Posse, correct? That's correct. Yeah, and, uh, as far as that goes, I mean, uh, you guys been running for a while, right? Uh, over 15 years. 15 years running with the California Posse. How many of you guys in the club? Right now, we are around 14, 15. 14, 15 in the crew. You know, I always love seeing the pictures and uh, you guys out there. Uh, the best thing about motorcycling, really, it's, it's uh, you know, it's always great to motorcycle, but it's about eating. And you guys always seem to be at the best spots. It's about the ride. <laughs> yeah, the ride to the go. food. Yeah. <laughs> Get there, the great barbecue spots all over the place. So you guys, are, that's, that's awesome. Right on, right on. So, yeah, uh, from here on in, uh, boy, uh, all of us, uh, well, all the boys have uh, just been on a couple of uh, rides. I think uh, Brian and Robbie just got back from uh, Mexico, and you spent, uh, what, a couple of weeks out there, right? Uh, just uh, seven nights. Seven nights? Seven nights in Ensenada. Ensenada. Baja, California. Baja, on California. the West Coast. On the West Coast. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, uh, what's interesting is um, Wade and I were jarring last week uh, about you boys. Uh, it was a rather stormy night, so we just uh, kind of went out there and had many discussions. And I was mentioning uh, how uh, Robbie and you uh, went out there, and I was mentioning uh, we were at Molotov's, and uh, you were talking about this place that was just like, 
so hard. Yeah, uh, I, I believe you guys refer to it as Crybaby Canyon. Wade does. I've never been there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I call it the hard way into Mike's Sky Ranch. Um, Mike's Sky Ranch. So in the mountain range there off the west coast, there's this famous motorcycle resort called Mike's Sky Ranch, which is kind of like an overnight stop. Uh, they rent bikes out of there. Uh, you can stay there for about 80 bucks a night for a bed and sort of like a hostel style dormitory and they got a bar and at 10 o'clock the generator knocks out so eighty dollars is kind of steep but i guess you get free dinner with that yeah it that is a little steep i mean we were paying a lot less everywhere else in mexico but one this place is the only spot in the middle of nowhere so you better stay there you're going to get eaten by a coyote at night Um, and two they give you dinner breakfast and the booze at the bar is really cheap we drank there all night, and I think my tab was $17, and that was uh, nine shots of tequila and six beers. There you go. $9? 17 17 for... It's about a buck a drink. All night. Jeez. Well, Robbie's always told me about that. You know, he loves to spend vacation down there, as well as my friends Claudio, and uh, who's not here right now, Dimitri. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, apparently uh, like Wade's been there a million times. It's, uh, yeah. the, the dollar goes a long way when you yeah. get down there. The, the, they have the best driveway. It's like twenty miles long, mm-hmm. and best done at speed. Yes, because it's all deep sand. And yeah, if and you the, slow down, you're gonna. And sink. then you got the creek crossing like twenty feet before the. If there's water going through, it's everybody's sitting and watching. Who's going to make it and who's not going to make it? <laughs> Bets <laughs> well, are going on beers. That was about maybe three or four feet long when we were out there this year. And that's the easy way in. That's the water to the crossing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. We went out that way, but on the way in, we took uh, something called Observatory Road. There's uh, Mexico's second biggest observatory is off of uh, Colonet in the mountain ranges there because there's not a lot of light pollution. So they wow. have one of those wow. big kind of like you know alien yeah uh, it can be up autopsy there. kind of dome <laughs> X Files. Uh, x-files kind of thing yeah uh and there's a paved road most of the way in there uh that cuts into some dirt but if you get off of it early you can get into some very interesting country very quickly um a lot of the route we were driving on was used in the baja 500 last year wow okay yeah we got a couple of boys uh you know armin he likes to go out there in his uh, i guess a car but uh truck or four by whatever he's running well he, he takes his bikes with him and he goes down for a month, two months, God, maybe three months. He's still down there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, as far as the, how did you decide to do that? Well, I mean, we'd always heard about Mike's. It's kind of one of those popular ADV rider style destinations that you hear about when you, you know, search on the internet and say, what should I do in Baja? When you say Mike's, you're talking about the inn. Yes, I'm talking about Mike's Sky Ranch. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so, they got how many rooms? 20 rooms? No, they've got, they have 100 beds now. It's Oof. very big. And they have a swimming Jeez. pool. They have a swimming pool, but the swimming pool honestly hasn't been in service for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's more yeah. of a... Nothing you want to swim in. Yeah, there's yeah. a dog swimming in it. So, I mean, bring your pets. Wait, I mean, have you, have you heard about that place they're talking about? I mean, uh, through your adventures? Or were you, was that just something you passed by? Uh, no, it's, it's we're on the way to San Felipe. There's a driveway. This way we went in. We're going to San Felipe, but it's 20 miles off. So we would go up there, spend the night, and then go to San Felipe. Gotcha. So, so I've been there like a couple, three or four times. Yeah. So when you say 20 miles off, you're on the way to San Felipe, but the 20 uh, miles, it's worth to have a nice inn, chill the hell out, have a nice meal, have some beers, tacos, whatever. 
Yeah, and if you don't, you miss Mike Sky Ranch. It's totally, you got to go there if you're off-roading anything. But it's just dinner and breakfast. If you show up in the middle of the day, there's food, no food. No, there's nothing like that. The, it's it's almost very hostile style. It's run by a dedicated group of people. You yeah. come in, get off your bike. They ask you, what time do you want to eat dinner? And they hand you a cold beer. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you got there wow. earlier, I'm sure you could sit around and watch them clean the rooms. And but there's beer. not a lot And do. drink more beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you do in Mexico. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, well, we used to have that thing a million years ago down there before you get an I-5. That guy had a ranch down there forget his name but yeah there was a guy who had service near the, san diego near where uh, going before you go to the altamont there was a guy out there middle of nowhere but you could go and uh yeah i'll, uh, I'll get back to it uh, yeah. by the end of the show i never know. made it there yeah uh mitch has been there quite some times and a bunch of people actually I will, i'll have to remember it's been mentioned in city bike uh any of you listeners out there uh, mom uh, do you remember maybe google it i mean we got it maybe uh yeah we got a phone number right here 415-550-0511 if you you know know the answer to that question where's the phone <laughs> right there <laughs> looking at it <laughs> oh okay oh one of those old-fashioned ones okay yeah, well, we're getting used we to stuff we could do it we could do yeah. it so i uh, dare somebody to call you guys uh went out there uh wade uh so cry baby cannon i mean uh when i was listening to brian at molotovs he was mentioning and i was like I mean, there were some huge rocks, some narrow cliffs. At one point, you had to walk it down a hill, right? Yeah, uh, a couple times we had to get off and walk it. Um, I'd describe it as a true intermediate course with a couple sections of black diamond every once in a while. And if you're going in the hard way, it's around 50 miles from the coast to Mike Sky Ranch. So 50 you gotta, miles. You got to give yourself, honestly, you got to give yourself three or four hours. 50 miles, three or four hours. I was thinking 50 miles on that type of terrain. I mean, you know, I've never done that myself, but yeah, how do you gauge? You just don't know and your ability to go over, you know, rocks the size of skulls, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. That's what Wade was saying. At one point, they just went in this, this area that was just bump, blink, blink, blink. It depends yeah. on you know how much water has gone through and destroyed the place taken out roads whatever they had oh. nice little dirt roads and stuff but yeah it's the water that comes in and destroys stuff and suddenly there isn't a road anymore it always changes i didn't think about this this is yeah. nature we already are so it's yeah. never the same way so there's some <laughs> hard stuff it's not fast never thought i'd be happy doing 55 miles an hour it's not your 150 or so your dirt ride and it's tricky and it's slippery and uh, in one of those adventures, who, out of you know a six or seven, eleven day adventure, who can say they never fell down? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You want to be able to. You mentioned uh, last week. You got to be able to get home. Hey, man, don't be dewheeling that bike. Don't be burning up that motor at the first start. You know, you got to actually make it last, right? Yeah, you're on a survival ride. You, yeah, you, you can wheel yeah. and stuff, and just you got to be nice to it. There's a. Uh, Bay of Tortugas, if I, if I got the name right, I went out there and um, you're out on the coast, a little bit of nothing, you're getting your gas out of siphon, out of uh, five-gallon cans and everything yeah. still. Uh-huh. There's there's barely, there's little little tiny buildings and stuff, but they feed us, we have um, lunch out there, we have a great old time, and then they all come by and go, wheelie, 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 wheelie. Well, you know, everyone loves wheelies. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. yeah, so uh, it's like, dude, my bike better not break while we're out here putting on a show. And So we <laughs> oh, always that. put on yeah, a yeah. really good show for those guys. And it's not just your bike, it's your body, too, because you got to 
take care to conserve strength. Something happens, you go down, and you know maybe you don't break anything. Maybe it's fine, but that's going to sap you. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. getting stuck uh-huh. on a bad, sandy uphill uh-huh. early on this hard part of Mike Sky Ranch and just not thinking straight and just kept giving it gas and dug a hole into the hill. With Frustrating, clutch burning, everything's yeah. overheating. Well, now and you get to work twice as yeah, hard. Now you're stuck. Yeah, and then yeah. I, I was feeling it for the next 45 minutes because my body was in panic mode. It was Yeah, you're stressed. Fright, to, you yeah, know? you need to, to step back, walk away, and go in. And that's when it really, I mean, folks, I don't condone drinking and dry riding, but uh, that's where a flask comes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <I'll> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. So boy, oh boy, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's one thing that teaches us. I mean to get through these things. I mean, uh, uh, gives you confidence. And I, I believe you're talking to the old man up there at the hotel, and he gave you a couple of qualifying uh, questions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the man at the hotel, but about uh, maybe 14, 15 kilometers from Mike Sky Ranch and the hard way, we oh. ran into a guy from, I believe he's from Ventura, California, and he told us he'd been living out there about 20 years. Okay. And he had kind of this conglomeration (laughs) of uh you know different mobile homes and structures that he had built and boy this guy hated the baja races because he said for three days all that happens (laughs) is people drive by his house at 70 miles an hour dusting him out and he it takes a week to clean the dust out of everything but he was a real we should have a lemonade stand give give the boys a break sell some gas maybe some souvenirs (laughs) you know he'd he'd been out there for a while so he had a he had a geo metro that he rode on the better uh dirt roads out there and he also had a dirt bike and he told us we stopped and talked with him and he told us he said maybe next 14 kilometers is might be some of the hardest roads in baja wow um and we came across some really gnarly things like you were saying about the roads changing every time it rains mm-hmm. one of the spots we went uh the cliff side had eroded completely um and there was maybe two feet just enough to squeeze a bike past but it was a you know 12 15 foot drop if you wandered off that so we had to get off the bikes and walk it with our body weight because the last thing you want to do is turn it into like Prince of Persia. You drive across it and the ground's just falling. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you. now your bike's down Oops. the hill. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so we walked that You got one, one bike careful. and two people. Now, yeah. What's going to happen from there? <laughs> and that's the question. What are you going to do? I mean, yeah. even in a big group. What are you going to do? You're going to put somebody on the back of a bike. You're going well, to you know, go we to were town and call about a helicopter. That. You got to be taking care of yourself. Well, Wade, we were mentioned. I was, I was mentioning to Brian earlier about the, uh, the, the 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 story about Crybaby Baby Canyon and the name for it. But I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, you guys were out there with a ton of folks, and just one person happened to break down. How do you get them out? Uh, it depends on how bad they break down. Whether you're leaving the bike there or, or not. Well, and he, we don't he broke down where he didn't want to ride it. He was fully yeah, physically this guy, capable, yeah. but he mentally broke down. Yeah, exactly. So there was another person that did very similar. Um, um, I was on the way out of there one day, and I had no headlight, and I stayed behind. And so Matt uh, Prentice comes up, and he goes, What are you doing here, Mr. No Headlight? Oh, I'm here to make sure that you get everybody out of here. And he had to go threaten one of our buddies. I'm going to punch you if you don't get on your motorcycle. Well, that's a thing. And ride out of here. Yeah, because there's everyone there. And I was mentioning to Brian, I was like, uh, I haven't seen Crybaby Canyon. But, I mean, if you leave someone there, they ain't coming back. 
right? Yeah. You know, and you don't want you that on your conscience. You know, I mean, no. I think if stuff really hits the fan, uh, they stay there, and you go and you get help. You get a truck. People have trucks. But they're saying no. Yeah. It ain't like well, that. By it, the time you get out there, get back, right? If they're if they're physically broken. Because we've had uh, I've oh, had yeah. that happen also, and so yeah, uh, somewhere uh, somewhere else on another deal. But dude, stay camped out, spent the night till real help came and took him out of there, or they would have planned him right there on the spot. Yeah, well, I mean, I've always. Uh Yes, I've always had a backpack full of stuff in case I have a broken leg sitting down the, the ravine. That's why you have friends. Have a, yeah, your friends. Are, well, I used to run solo, but yeah, if you have friends, boy, oh yeah. boy. I mean, you got to think about those contingencies. Well, one of the first rides that we were in Baja, um, say day two or whatever, anyhow, one of our buddies, two of our buddies collided into each other. Oh. One guy got a broken leg and oh, no. was not riding out of there. No way. And behind every cactus, there's a Mexican or something. Somehow we found a car. <laughs> we found a person, found a car, found a, a dude, got a ride out of there. Was And somehow we got the bike out. That's how Dimitri got out, and that's how Armin got out. There's yeah. always people willing to help you. You know, it's like, thank God, because, you know, yeah, you're really yeah. in a third world country where you're, there is no satellite phones. There are no lights. There's no 911 GPS, yeah. you know, RAR. And they, they live there, so they know there's no real help so they're all really willing to help most everybody you know they know how hard it is to live there yeah you know look at the cowboy movies and stuff nobody's smiling (laughs) because life is hard (laughs) wow yeah you are so yeah so get back to the you know the point of the subject is every now and then you'll have someone that really you know it's really hard you know um, get to know the people you run with but as usual i mean um yeah, if you travel with five yeah. friends, something will always happen yeah. with one. You know, it's uh, we've had a couple of people go. Uh, actually, uh, Mr. Kevin was here when they did the uh, trip over in you know Ireland and such, and they had five people. And there's always going to be a mishap, so yeah. you got to make sure your crew's a tight crew, and it all all it takes is one little nut to make everything fall yeah. apart. So there's, there's these also. Uh, I don't have all the information on. I just remember, but anyhow, there's this company uh, I I signed up with Reach, and it's one of the magic buttons. You push the button, somebody yes. calls, and they will pick you up in a helicopter. And you and got take that now, Wade. Yeah, I did get one of those. Well, it's, I'm going to get one, one of the those, best deals in right? town. You hope you never ever use yeah, it. It's what about fifty bucks a year? Yeah, for well, you, yeah, you and everybody in your thing. household. If you mm-hmm. give them the, your Manny, name, have you heard of this? It's Reach. Have you ever heard of these? Or it's called or? also called the Spot Tracker. Mm-hmm. It's that little device you carry with you, and there's an SOS button. Yes, I did. Yeah, I mean it's I, like I a safety it. mechanism. It is. Yeah, so when you ride with the boys, I mean, does some of you have that, or when you're out there. Or? Some of us. Some of us. Some of the guys, you know, some of, well, in a big group, pretty much the leader and the uh, sweeper carry some of those. Gotcha. So, because you, so you tell between, me you usually organize. The group, you know, yeah. they can listen, you know. That's what Wade always says. Be, yeah, exactly. Someone in the group's always going to have what you need. That's what's nice to be with the group. Mm-hmm. Don't right. lose them in the middle of the desert because you don't got a compass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Strength in numbers. The clubs are yeah. supposedly organized where my gang is not exactly a club, but yeah. Yeah, somebody's yeah, ruthless. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, I know those boys. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, it's always nice to have a button. So you have yeah. a button now. Yeah, something like that. Neat. 
Yeah, no, that's important. I mean, uh, yeah, and um, you know, it's also a, it's a, a, one of the ladies came in at my shop. I work at Tokyo Moto, one of our uh, dear sponsors. If you ever want anything done in a day, come on in. You know, just don't make me angry. But otherwise, uh, <laughs> yeah, bring your own shit in. I'm going to charge you thirty dollars more. Don't get me started about people bringing in their own stuff in the shop. It's IR. Anyways, so yeah, uh, there's a lot of things as far as pushing that button that makes. It big deal when you're in the middle of nowhere and uh um for the price it's priceless you know you can have a helicopter come in yeah yep. you know ray Roy talked about that years ago uh, yeah now it's actually happening and, and, well, and uh, saving people i got another friend um riyama had the button she went riding on this dual purpose ride and supposedly half the gang crashed and one was really bad and so she told mike you want me to push the button Wow. He goes, this is really serious. Yes, push the button. And he got yeah. helicoptered home. You, so in the right place, so you can w- use it to save a friend. Yeah, if one person has a button, you are. That's yeah. awesome. Is the, yeah. the $10,000 helicopter bill included in the insurance? Yeah, actually. Yeah. They, they're meant to come and get you out of yeah, nowhere. The adventure insurance is actually very cheap because I don't yeah. think a lot of people end up using it. So, so it's exactly. very cheap to buy in mm. and it's good insurance to have with you. Truly. I mean, it's get you out of... No, nowhere. Or your friend. I'm curious. So Riyama pushes the button on her SOS, and somebody else gets helicoptered. That counts as Riyama getting helicoptered out. Come on, Robbie. It's a AAA thing. Just, just tow my car. It's my friend's car. We just sign the sign the thing. (laughs) Somehow you got saved. Exactly. I don't know all the politics. I'll be good. Don't ask questions. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So let's take a break, guys, and uh, we'll be back shortly. And uh, let's put on some. uh, Cheap trick. Yar, yar. Oh, All right. Oh, <laughs> we got some new music going on. Da, da, da. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be right back.
righty. Welcome back to Racer's Alley here and uh, meeting the radio in the heart of the mission on a beautiful, beautiful night. And I just want to thank, uh, of course, our uh, sponsors here. You know, we got uh, uh, Motohub SF right now, and uh, we got Monkey Moto School, uh, the AMA, the AFM. And, uh, of course, we have uh, Tokyo Moto, Moto Tire Guy, Benders, Molotovs, and Subculture Racing. Yar, yar. And Meet Me Radio, if it wasn't without them, I mean, boy, we wouldn't even be here. Yar, yar, where pirates go. So, anyhow, uh, we're having a great night tonight and uh, talking about Baja and all that type of good stuff. And, uh, yeah, for me, uh, you know, what's interesting, uh, one of our boys got a new addition to the family. And uh, before I even say that, I was over there at Molotovs and I saw that beautiful El Camino sitting in front of the the uh rosamonde Ooh, it's that means it's still running yeah yeah so uh christine uh subculture uh sidecar passenger racer uh great legend now has her car on the road right yeah, 72 el camino 72 el camino boy oh boy it's a beautiful car all the boys actually mentioned that you know it's like a not a dent in it you know and as far as another new addition family uh robbie moto tire guy decided to go and uh, pull the plug on something right i bought a yamaha fjr 1300 fjr 1300 which is a beautiful bike you see a lot of them out there i mean it's a uh, Boy, you can probably go to Oregon on back on that, huh? Yeah, all my bikes in my life, they've not been distance bikes. They've been sport bikes, like CBRs and stuff. And they're they're fun and everything, but distance on them is a little rough, and it gets rougher as you get older. And it was just, <laughs> uh, it was, I've been eyeing FGR 1300s for a while. I know they're capable, comfortable, good for the passenger. My bikes are also not passenger-friendly. Girlfriend's not too happy about that. Well, so yeah. it, was, it was just time to grow up but i said on that and it's really comfortable i mean going to oregon boy oh boy uh one uh tokyo moto scotty our our head boy uh head head tech uh you know he has a bunch of bikes and uh, he usually runs a a 2005 or 6r one to work and that fj is what he takes when he goes to oregon anywhere far he goes is like there's no such thing as pain. Pull up, pull up, pull up. You have the adjustable windscreen. You got the windbags. I mean, and Jenny on the back won't even feel it. Heated grips. Oh. And there's even an optional uh, Corbin seat that's a heated seat that came with it. I haven't put that on yet. Yeah, you can get your buttons warm. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully uh, you'll be out there soon and uh, really uh, getting some miles on there. Yeah, it's a good for Tahoe, good for Oregon. Mm, I anywhere. joked about riding it to Baja. And my mom freaked out. Don't do that. You're going <laughs> to worry about you. <laughs> You put a trailer on the back. You put a trailer on Well, yeah, actually, truly, huh? That bike's big enough to you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah, it's just so Actually, you can trail your dirt bike in a trailer on the back of that bike. I, I haven't seen <laughs> that done yet. Oh, well, you'd be the first. Oh, like a roller trailer. Yeah, they have <laughs> Talk to Tom, tow, hook, Tom tow hookups you can hook up to those things. Oh, yeah. We've had a couple of boys way to have done that, huh? Yep. Tom yep. Griffith? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Okay, I just want to say, Robbie, welcome to the uh, cruising family. <laughs> the cruising family. <laughs> so, all right. Ooh, you, so you, can, you can, you're now part of the California uh-huh. posse if you want and just hang out. And Yeah, you know, Manny, I love seeing all those pictures. And yeah, uh, mainly all the boys are running the Harleys, right? Yes, uh, 100%. Any bike is welcome. Doesn't yeah. have to be a Harley. 
Yeah, but I want you, to take my V-Max. Yeah, 100% of the posse is all Harleys right now? Yes. <laughs> wow. And it's been, I mean, by, any bike is welcome. No, Truly. Don't have to be a Harley. They say that, but there's no only Harleys right now. Well, Robbie, it's you all boys. about the food. Go get the food. <laughs> you boys have a weekly ride, right? Correct. Every yeah. weekend. Uh, we have uh, local rides, long rides, uh, overnights, uh, uh, Clubs. probably outside the state. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've cool. done, uh, you, you've been to a lot of the meets as well, right? Correct. It, we've been riding for over 15 years. 15 years. Holy moly. And uh, as far as that goes, I mean, uh, you do a lot of uh, like uh, charity events. Like right now, they're having a toy run. I mean, uh, I think uh, you've mentioned before, you kind of ran with the HA uh, events, that type of thing. Correct. And we do uh, pretty much everyone around the uh, Bay Area. Toy runs, um, different. We support all the local uh, clubs, clubs from and, and, the Bay Area, and they do as well towards you. And I mean, that being said, I mean, um, boy, I mean, made a lot of friends, and you're always you always have something to do, really, huh? Correct. Every you know, weekend, that's nice. The more people you know, there's always something going on, you know, which is which is wonderful, actually. You know, and your your bike. I've been on the back of your bike, and uh, yeah, boy, Manny, what are you riding? In? I ride the uh, Ultra Glide. Ultra Glide. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is like the top of the line. It just uh, stare at everything. It's it's really like like Robbie in a sense. It's totally luxurious. It's a great bike that you can just sit on. I don't have a, t- I don't a have day. a TV or a radio on my bike. Well, that's inside your helmet with the Senna <laughs> and the <yet>. GoPro. <laughs> Manny's bike is so comfortable. He once drove me home from Izzy's Steakhouse. I think you remember on your birthday. Oh yes, I, I remember that, that one too. Was a while ago. Yeah, I, I could have fallen. Mm sleep on the back of it and he wouldn't even notice yeah yeah we should do that again something amazing about that is the stereo system in it it gets louder as you go faster i never yeah exactly i've been on the back of that bike more than once (laughs) it's awesome yeah everyone's been on back Uh, you know it's it's a wonderful experience to be like yeah it's totally luxurious definitely go you know as far as you want to go you know so yeah anyways uh everything else uh, as far as the city's going uh we will be having a um uh, well actually we uh meaning the uh, dames don't care uh their motorcycle troop that's been in the city for quite some time uh boy at least 10 years is what i want to say and uh on the lowdown they will be having a, a, a race coming up soon on uh a certain area which will be announced when it comes up but it's going to be next friday so if you're in the know it's coming in and uh you need a scooter and there's several different classes and uh you know it's a, it was a lot a lot of fun so uh if you can uh, tune into that because it's going to be a great time it's one of those uh, motorcycle events is it too much to say that this is sometimes called the mini moto race and no it isn't i mean uh, we're all here and uh yeah that's exactly what it's called and uh Hopefully, we'll get someone out there. Uh, Wade, you got a bike to run that in? Uh, no, I got to work. Oh, yeah. I got half a mind to bring my Honda Passport 70cc. That'll work fine. There's a jump. Are you okay jumping that thing? Yeah, I'll yeah. jump it. I don't care. <laughs> and Robbie, you can actually bring that little... Uh, the badass? The, yeah, the, you can bring the badass out oh, there you, and actually race it. you spank him in that. Yeah. Actually, uh, for those those that you don't know, the badass is kind of a weird mobile. Robbie, where the hell do you get that thing? 
Uh, on Craigslist, it's a, they, it's a production bike. It's made by Saks. Uh, it's a German company. And Saks, as far as I understand, they designed the frame and maybe the motor, but it's manufactured in China with a Chinese motor. But what's but, a motor basically a clone of? It looks like a Lifan motor. So you've seen the Lifan. L-I-F-A-N. It's a type of motor. Um, a scooter? Scooter motor. Scooter motor, a lot like my Honda Passport, one of those horizontal singles. 125. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, a knockoff G- on that. GYT6 or the Yeah, GYT. Six is GY6 the is the motor Chinese code. Motor. Yeah. And people will throw pumped up motors in those. This thing's not pumped up. The jetting's not quite right. But it's just a fun little beer getter around the town getter. But top speed's like 40. You know, I think that'll work, Wade. What do you think? Oh, you're working. All right. So, Robbie, you now uh, get out there and go ra- race that thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it should be a fun time. I mean, a couple of years ago, it was raining so hard. I mean, it was, it was a crazy, crazy time. So it'll be a fun uh, San Francisco event as far as that goes, you know, uh, going out there and doing the scooters and everything else in between on that particular place. And what we're talking about, that's still kind of a little bit, uh, if you know, you know, if you don't, you know, right? That type of thing. Yeah. So anyways, uh, going from here, let's get back to Crybaby Canyon. Um, so at one point... Um, well, uh, Brian, you're oh, you are, but you mentioned you had to walk it down a hill. Yeah. First of all, I'll preface this by saying I am scared of downhills. Um, I'd all say right. out of five decent-sized off-road spills that I've had, not just you know dropping it at two miles an hour, I'd say four of them have been downhill. Um, so I am very timid going downhill. Um, but many of the things on this on this route tested my patience and one was just too bad um a lot of the sections in crybaby canyon have rocks where the minimum size is a baby's head yes Um, and you're just kind of picking which large rock you're willing to hit with your front tire well you know if you miss misstep correct me if i'm wrong wait i mean uh, it's a broken ankle or a broken collarbone yeah or you know everything else in between if you do something wrong right i mean in, in any part of it but really i mean going over a boulder in a stream i've done that once on a the wade gave me a it 485 or something and then wow. no that was perfect that bike just went blink 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 and it by itself just went over every boulder <laughs> it was a wonderful bike had no brakes though no, none whatsoever. <laughs> that was its only flaw. <laughs> Don't even want stinking brakes. <laughs> exactly. And the general rule I learned back then, I mean, I don't bro- uh, ride a, uh, off-road much, but uh, gas it down the hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I've always heard. My rule Wait, is, don't do pull think? in the clutch. <laughs> well, Wade actually gasses it and wheelies down the hill. You wouldn't believe how many times I've seen that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, it, it alleviates the front end pressure, I imagine. <laughs> it helps. It helps. I have a bad habit of digging in too hard with the brakes down a hill. Well, yeah. So. So going down there uh, this, this last time, I mean, when you were walking it down, it was like you were in goat country. Yeah. Yeah, we were really in goat country, as you'd yeah. say. Uh, several times along the road, we had to undo fences. They usually had a note on it that said, in Spanish, pretty much just put it back yes, when you're uh, done. Yeah, cow trails. Uh, yeah, gotcha. But, uh, you know, way out towards the end of it, we came to one, and it was legitimately padlocked. Um, and we really couldn't get past it. Now, we looked around, and we made sure there was nobody standing over the hill with a rifle in their hand. Um, and just... 
took the Leatherman out of the toolkit, <laughs> undid the barbed wire. Had to do what you had to do. <laughs> pushed the bike to the other side. I put that fence back the best I could. If if you're on that road, I'm very sorry about your fence. I, I did everything well, that I could. The only other way is like to both of you lift each bike yeah. over the thing, which is really, you need four people to do that. Yeah. It's know, a survival so, ride out there. Just, yeah. You got to survive. So you got to do stuff that isn't normally <laughs> normal, but you'd be as nice as you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Things not normally normal. Yeah. So I imagine that was, that was just quite incredible. Uh, uh, how'd you feel? Oh, I just felt great out there. There's something about being out in the like crisp, hot, dry desert, up on a hill with nobody around. And you're insanely over inundized <laughs> uh, by what you have to do. Yes, because there's no other way through. You're either it's, going through and getting getting home, or bad things are going to happen. That's so. what I'm saying. I mean, you you you. It's not watching TV or anything. This is like. You're actually, it's real-time thinking, real-time RER. You can't call home and get a second guess or anything like that. And there's no You're, bailout. There's no, yeah. oh, I'll just go five more miles and get back on the highway. You're either going back the way you came, which had already been quite challenging to us, or you're going to push through. Well, that's what Wade was saying about Crybaby Canyon and the original story. is like uh, this gentleman was out there, and he just basically sat down on a rock. Gave up. You know, like, I'm just going to stay here till tomorrow. Yeah, you can't because you were out there and you die, work. huh? Yeah. <laughs> it, it gets cold at night and, I mean, well, you were freezing cold. Yeah. Freezing cold. You're not set up for it. If you live, you'll be sick, totally sick and got to go to the hospital anyhow. <laughs> and how you are you going to get to the hospital when you're you in, know, the middle in the middle of nowhere. nowhere? No way to get out. Now you're not strong enough to get on your bike and have ride the water. Out. Uh, yeah, that's like, what those skeletons are like. <laughs> you know, that's what the other ones there. look at that way with the hand thing out. Oh, that's old, where old those movies. come from. Yeah. Uh, so uh, both of you guys, as far as uh, that being said, Wade and Brian, I mean, um, had water like a? Uh, uh, did you have your your backpacks? You carry water? Carry canteens? What was your idea as far as water goes out there? I always roll with a camelback. Yeah, Camelback takes uh, how much? Uh, mine takes two liters, I believe. All right. I make it to the next destination. <laughs> All right. <There's, laughs> there you have it. Uh, so that that's an important thing. I mean, what do you carry? And I believe, Brian, when you left, uh, right before you left, you lost your toolkit. Yeah, well, actually, after we went to Mike Sky Ranch, after we got there on the hard way, uh, my buddy told me, he said, hey, your chain looks a little loose. So I undid one of these fender tank bags that all the off-road guys have. You know, one of these bags that clips on your plastic front fender. Yes. Um, and, you know, I adjusted my chain, click, click, all good, put everything back on. And I remember sitting there next to the pool at Mike's and saying to myself, I got to make sure I put this thing on tight. And I bet I put it on too tight or something. Damn it, it popped off on the way back, on the easy part out of Mike's, which was only 15 miles, but I didn't realize it until we pulled over for lunch in the though. next town. We were probably 50 miles on the highway, plus 15 of dirt that we'd already done, and then have to loop back, and I just have to say, screw it. 
you know. Yeah. And it wasn't there. <laughs> I mean, so, I don't know if it's you there got or home. Not. I didn't go back. Well, the way I see it, Wade, is like some poor soul is out there, and he's in a world of shit. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm out of the world of shit. Oh, yeah. Then he's going to see that toolkit yeah, with, <laughs> a, with a, tool. a tube and everything else to fix him to get him home. Hey, and it's going to be set up right there. That's what I'm saying. You know, I was like, it's meant to be yeah. in, a, in a circle it's, of things. It's, to, it's so rough out there. No matter how good you tie stuff on or whatever, you may or you may not have it when you get where you're going. Truly, truly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, hopefully someone that really needs to finds it. That's the way I always figure when I lose something, you know, uh, it goes to someone else who, who needs it. Because I've found a lot of things in my life. And, been, you know, uh, sometimes I count on luck and it actually happens, <laughs> which is like, you know, it's, you shouldn't really do that, but it works. So anyhow, uh, moving on, uh, Wade, uh, Australia, holy moly, what did I see? Coming Little, up again, Phillip Island. What? what? Well, I saw I, I saw something going in crates. Crates. The goosey's on its way, and uh, what do you, what type of goosey? What, what do you got exactly? We have a super. I call it the super goosey. I don't know how a lot about goosies. It was like a 1980 Le Mans um, with a special combination. Pistons, high compression, blah blah blah. Well, it's this, been massaged by uh, Mr. Millage. Yeah, this bike was built out of parts. It was okay. not a complete bike. So, wait, exactly. I mean, um, for our folks listening, I mean, uh, what exactly is this bike, and uh, how long have you had it? I was told it was a 1,000. Rich has been building it, I think, now for three years. Three years. Uh, Ed Millich built the motor. And Ed Millich, and it, if you don't know, he's a he's an exceptional, exceptional goosey man. He's a goosey guru. And uh, he's done a couple of books and such, but I mean, he's the guy to go to. I mean, obviously, with Wade uh, taking that bike to Australia, he he's the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he he sent me to the, to Monroe's, and they said, "Oh, you got Ed's motor? What are you doing to it?" It's like nothing. Don't touch it. Don't touch. It. No, I'm I'm doing everything around it. We're building a bike around the motor. So the bike finally came together. It's got three races on it. Uh, we're sending it to Australia for the fourth race and uh when you're sending it out to australia wait uh, explain uh who what uh what's the organization what race are you doing um the 26th annual international challenge at phillip island the island classic the island classic over in australia in australia yes on on phillip island on phillip island so for those for those folks who don't know i mean uh, phillip island is uh renowned it's one of the most beautiful courses there ever are, there's ever has been, and it's a very very fast course, correct? Yeah, MotoGP runs there, Superbikes run there, and here we get a chance to run there. And you've ran there now five years. Yeah, this will be my sixth year. Sixth year, and uh, he and Christine, uh, our other cohort here on Subculture Racing, are your passenger. You've ran that on the sidecars. Yeah, four times I believe we actually won it the first two times on our sidecar, and, and which then, would be uh, sidecar eighty eight, which and is a, a Suzuki uh, one thousand. It's an 06 motor and a hand built chassis. We call it the Calgard Special. It was built back in like nineteen eighty or so, whatever. And that 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 rig has its own pedigree, right? Yeah, it's won many championships. Yeah, you've been up to Pikes Peak, 
been up uh, one very, pike speak the owners the, the builders actually won the ama uh championship also and we ran did pike's peak we did the sra west one year we've been second and third many 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 years but we only got first ones well the uh, uh, sra i mean they take care of us as well so uh, as far as pedigree goes i mean yeah so in australia you've taken that and now you're taking right now a very special moto Guzzi. yeah it's vintage so we're it's been this bike was actually built for the the tt the classic tt at the isle of man and that's and where it's going we're hoping to get there yeah <laughs> you uh, are if they, but, if uh, they want to see it it'll it'll, it'll it'll get its chance anyhow we're we're giving it some lap times and seeing what it'll do there's two goosies down there that we're let's see how we raid against those guys but we're in the challenge the challenge is your best out of four races it's the u.s against the australia's against new zealand against supposedly the uk and it's it's a team thing but your all your people really gotta special. finish and all your points go in it isn't you won the race oh Okay, so I remember that. Yeah, you mentioned something. It's America, Team America. Yeah, Team that's America. why they call it Team America. Yeah. And so it's a, a, a cumulative points for the team for the whole team. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know, races within races. That's why they love to have you there because you always yeah. win. Yeah. Uh, no, no, <laughs> Back no, in no, the day, uh, yeah, uh, with your rig. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Dave Crussell's actually almost, is kind of in charge of running this whole thing, whatever. Anyhow, he's running a TZ750. There's many TZ750s wow. down there that are that are coming and that are actually there. From they got all kinds of exotic stuff. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Mr. Lindauer. Yeah, I'm, I'm. He's in theory my mechanic for the Guzzi, and so we're. I'm sponsoring him with my KZ 1000. Exactly. So he's going to be going there with you. Yeah, uh, Lindauer. You know, goddamn it, I? I you got to get on the show, <laughs> badass. But anyways, Mr. Lindauer has gotten on every now and then. Uh, uh, boys here, uh, Robbie, Ryan, and Manny. Um, He's gone on sidecar uh, as passengers. So he's actually um, what you call a hired gun. Hmm. And that's how you start. I think that's yep. how Wade started. Yep. I call, stick your thumb out and, and somebody will give you a ride. So I gave him a ride a couple times and gave him a couple good shots on what going fast is really all about. And every sidecars, everybody loves each other pretty much. At least and over to here. Do that is, it, uh, make it possible. Well, it's also, I mean, boys. Um, would you like to stick your hand out and be a passenger on a sidecar? It takes a lot of gumption and a lot of trust and RER. You know, I, I, I barely did that like one time with Wade, a couple of laps. And I thought I was a superhero and we were just doing 60 miles an hour. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a really neat thing. And Mr. Lindauer got into it as well, Eric. And... Um, so, Wade, where this is going is, um, boy, you boys are going to be together in Australia with two super bikes, but if someone hands you a sidecar, you and he could run it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone hands you a sidecar, you you and he could actually theoretically. It's just a matter of signing up and everything. It's, well, you've um, been together before yeah. racing, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've taken them a couple times. So that's, times. A, that's also a nice thing to, a to think about. So uh, that being said, I mean, uh, you're both taking the, the super bikes. I think the Guzzi is going to be very um, uh, successful doing the actual horsepower and the person who worked on it. You have no idea. It's, a, it's an exceptional motorcycle. 
you know uh so finally you, you get to you know open it up and uh did you do that uh, did you write that at daytona yeah yeah so it, was, it, it was born at daytona. daytona so i don't know if you boys i mean manny i don't know brian uh probably might know you know daytona is you're going sideways on a bike <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 have you ever have you ever seen that i've yeah, never I've done daytona. that myself so i mean it's all it's all about the banks there there is an infield it goes this way that way yeah once you do get out there and really do it, you almost forget about that because it's all about the banks. The bank—it's basically a straightaway, <laughs> but you kind of can't really see where you're going because it disappears off to your left or whatever. But it's—it's it's just oh, accelerate, gotcha. accelerate, 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 accelerate as as fast as you possibly can. Do you, do you forget that you're tilted over sideways? Do you even notice, or you do notice? You notice uh, your focus? you can make mistakes, especially coming off the bank onto the back straightaway. You gotta let it do what it's supposed to do more than outthink it, because you could lose the front end and slide down the front back straightaway like nobody's business. Meaning, trust physics and gravity like a, a rocket re-entering, you know, the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically, exactly. Because after that, there's a chicane. But yeah, as you, you come off the bank, it, you got to be doing at least 150, 170. Jeez. You know, ho hopefully, actually. But I, I found a was I think it was a Honda 400 four or whatever that was pretending to go fast on every line moving he, speed bump <laughs> he found his way up to the the top line and i'm i'm going much faster than him and there's guys going much faster than me and here's this guy like rolling up on the top yeah. of the bank you know getting the experience but it's it's all oh, it's all about the bank it's such a cool experience yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. I mean, that's always been on my bucket list. I mean, I've been lucky to do a couple of things in life, but uh, date, uh, yeah, who doesn't want to do Daytona? And that's always been a bucket list. But, uh, you know, uh, the Australia Team America and on uh, that Moto Guzzi, I think you'll do fine, especially after it's that bike's gotten, um, gotten around a few great tracks. So it's seasoned. So when it goes over there, now you know I know the pedigree. That thing ought to do really, really well. You know, you are. Yeah, yeah. So it's in a crate right now, heading to Australia on a. Yeah, it gets gets loaded any day now. Is a seventh or whatever, anyhow. So they basically already have it. Um, the rest of the team um, did pretty much everything. I was there for loading the bikes and stuff. We loaded them in the crates. Eric took him away the next day. He saw some of the other bikes that were going out and stuff, and they get put in a container, and away they go. And so when we show up, it's it's like Christmas. You will pretty much almost forget what you put in that box. <laughs> and now yeah, you're, you know, you're on an island. You're really expecting to go racing. It's like, what do is in there? Yeah. What, I, I, what did I forget? What, what did I forget? <laughs> well, that too. It's like you always want to pack in the, in the container everything you can get. So, Almost, almost as important as Phillip Island. Where are you stopping in Fiji, coming or going? Yeah, wait, exactly. How are you, how are you traveling there? Not this time. We're on the, the quickie in and out. But next year, um, we have had family issues, so Christine's actually going to go to Germany. But she said next year we'll do something really good and do Fiji again or something. I was trying to add in New Zealand also, but... You are. 
uh, rest of my team hasn't been there well, yet. You so did um, mention a side race in New Zealand around the same time? Something? It's actually two weeks later. Robbie, have you done New Zealand uh, as well? Uh, not yet. Yeah. yeah, I'm lining it up. So hopefully next year, supposedly it like doubles the the price of the adventure. But double the fun? Oh, <laughs> well, since you're over there on the other side of the world, <laughs> double the you fun. Know, you might I'm, as well I'm take advantage to, of that. It, you, you know, know Manny, you ever been over here. that side of the world? No, not yet. Yeah, I mean, I've never been to South Pacific, all, all that area. Brian? Well, I've been to Japan, but that's about it. Okay, uh, when no, are you I'm going there? Japan. When am I going there again? Yes. Uh, not this summer, maybe next. I, I need you to do it in January. I need one over pistons for the FCR 400. Oh, So okay. I need you to buy me a whole kit for a jack spike before we can okay, get well, it ready. Well, I got a guy that goes armor. regularly. We'll have to talk about we'll that We'll have to talk about that. You know, it was like... A, Nowadays, I mean, I imagine, yeah, this uh, conversation goes on my show. But anyways, yeah, um, dude, uh, theoretically, if you need a kit from Japan, you can go over there and buy it and bring it back. Do they have tariffs or weird things? Or If you're not bringing back that much, it's not going to be an issue. Yeah, one over kit. They yeah. go, Alexad, one over, FCR 400. Do you want the pipe too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just give you a bag to make everything work. I think Bottom the hardest up. thing nowadays is almost everything, just like in the States, is mail order or internet order there. The gone are the days where you can walk <clears> into a Wayno bike town in Tokyo and tell them what you have, and they bring out the spread of performance parts. Uh, almost all of that is dried uh, up. Uh, they all, overhead's Ooh, gone. Wow. Yeah, every, every, that whole, I hate that. That used that. to be a beautiful uh, yeah, Mecca, Wayno bike town. And as, and as far as packing that in your suitcase, FCR 400 pistons, what are those little cat food cans? How big are those things? Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, one over, <laughs> yeah. like that big, if you're lucky. Yeah. But uh, that being said, is like a Wano district. So, because um, I used to hear back in the old days, you'd have like malls. That was like we have here. We have malls full of leathers and malls full of helmets. And Japan used to be a really big yard. You could just go there and, well, I don't know where, but. Uh, I'm just generalizing, but um, yeah, that whole neighborhood used to be nothing but motorcycles parked on the sidewalk and gotcha. shops selling gear and shops selling performance parts. And somewhere around 2006, it really started to go downhill. I was out there once in 2002 when it was still kind of in full swing, but in 2006. You saw him shutter it up, wow. and then I was on your show talking about when I was there in 2014, yeah, yeah. and uh, 2014, there was almost nothing left. That's sad. sad. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, nowadays, like you said, everyone buys everything you are, but uh, it's nice to see everything, textile, touch it, do everything, you try it on, everything like that, but uh, yeah, I think uh, the new rules have changed in a certain way that way, bah. but anyways, so anyhow, um, Let's see here. Let's listen to some music, and we'll be back in uh, maybe like five minutes. Thanks for listening to Racers Alley. R.E.R. Enjoy our music, if it still works.
Friday. Welcome back to Racer's Alley. And holy moly, it was just like uh, we were just uh, sitting here shooting the shit and uh, talking about bikes. And uh, holy moly, what do you want? What do you want? What do you need? And uh, Robbie Motor Tire Guy just bought the uh, FJR 1300. Yes. Exactly. And then uh, you also have a CBR 1000RR and, and an XR650. And it's for sale. The CBR is for sale. Yep. Uh, 2004 I'll, CBR 1000. Call me. Call me or call 415-500-0511 and I'll get a $500 commission off that. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, really, I mean, uh, a lot of us own a lot of bikes. I mean, uh, right now I'm... Uh, lucky enough to own one and i have a race bike that uh lucky enough to have that as well and uh you know it's important over the years i mean having a motorcycle teaches you a lot about owning motorcycles some are good some are bad and you know it's just like levers everything has a different taste a different smell and a different way to put to deal with it seriously i mean um boy you know uh, some are a hole in the walls some are you know it's just it, Everything has a different way. When you're when you're and young, uh, it's about image, and we all want sport bikes when we're young. And you easiest know, I, way to yeah. I, I I was in that phase. I lived that life, and uh, my body was flexible, <laughs> and uh, it's awesome. But for passenger, it's not passenger friendly. For real world city use, it's overkill. Once you get it out of town, it's great. But ninety three percent of the time, it's you know just the wrong bike for the city if you live in the city. Well, you know, I mean, exactly. I mean, well, some people just don't know the difference. I mean, uh, that's the thing. I mean, uh, I'm sure Manny, uh, Brian, Robbie, and Wade, you've owned many different bikes over the years. I mean, uh, some people seem to have five at once, ten at once, some have two at once, one at once. But, I mean, there's always a, a different bike for a different occasion. Yeah, I mean, for the, the city. Usually, the more you own, the more they don't work at the same time. Yeah. That's always the bad part. Tell me about that. I got six of them. Uh, yeah. So public service, how many run? Public service announcement for the city kids. You don't want the, the race bike, the rice rocket. You want a dual sport for the city. I, I got to tell you, you you got to do it. You got to do it. I'm actually missing one right now. And then, you know, I was just thinking about that, Robbie. It's like I'm R1 out there and all that shit. But um, really, it's like, yeah, I, you know, I would not mind a dual sport whatsoever yeah, we're gonna talk right to you now in my that. life. We're, yeah, we've you know, been trying to convince the glorious host here to get back on a dual sport. Yeah, we have, have one for you. We have garage. one for you, dude. Well, I'm so always willing maybe. to take something. I might have know. to take out my new TTR uh, 250 Be careful what you wish for, show. just saying. You know, you have no idea how much I can abuse a motorcycle in such a short amount of well, time. Well, the beauty about dual sports is they can take a little bit of abuse <laughs> really? and not really show it. Yeah, right, Wade? Uh, talking yeah. about that, yeah, yeah, what do you got? Your KLR or KLX running? Um, 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 well, that wouldn't spark, remember? You never get it to spark? What was going on? Um, I got to open that page in a, in a minute here. Uh, I got to help but, you with that sometime. Yeah, so well, we're, actually, we're that's a good question. Here. It's a funny, funny um, little problem, and uh, it needs a little expertise. And uh, Brian here is actually. Uh, well, milk crate, Brian. And, uh, yeah, we got his stickers everywhere. If you don't know him, you don't know him, yo. Anyways, uh, he's an expert on the KLRs. And, uh, you know, there's such things that do hickeys. And it was a long time ago, and I was sitting there living with Wade and Christine. And she's, uh, you know, uh, oh, yeah, Alex, uh, there's something wrong. And I was like, is it do hickey? I go, God damn it, Christine, you just don't know what the left from right is. You don't want to talk about it. I was like, no, it's a do hickey. I know what a do hickey is. It doesn't exist, Christine. And I was like, 
outfit R.E.R. And sure enough, she came out and she showed me on a piece of paper. This is a doohickey. I ate my words. <laughs> you thought you knew everything. I thought I knew everything. She was like, ah, that's a doohickey. R.E.R. And uh, my work, uh, Tokyo Moto, uh, we have a bunch of doohickeys behind my... Um, where I work, it's like they're in a bag. It's a little spring thingy that a happens bag to go in plastic, yeah. plastic spring. I literally have thing. a bag yeah. of doohickeys, <laughs> which is quite hilarious. Well, that's yeah. the Achilles heel of the KLR, as bulletproof as it is. That oh. part has been found to fail at some point. And breaking news, you know, there's no KLR 650 for 2019. They've discontinued them. I know. Whoa. Fools, 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 Well, they're going to come out with something else, but still it's a watershed moment. They're going to stop producing KLRs. Yeah, well, they're going to... they're old bikes. Well, they're going to yeah. change the look to make it yeah, look like that. Newer fuel injection. They're, they're going to call it the yeah. Africa KLR and then you know, spend another four grand for the You're motorbike. not going to see a lot of carbureted big singles like the KLR 650 anymore with most of the emission regulations that are coming out. Now, I know a lot of guys on the internet have said, oh, big single is dead. You're never going to get a 650 single anymore. You will. It'll just be injected. I don't think any of the manufacturers are going to pledge to do this. Well, what do you the- mean? Uh, it's like... Um, I thought they were already EFI nowadays. No, the XR is still carbureted. The DR is still carbureted. That's the way the it big, should be. KLR uh, is still carbureted up well, until I they mean, discontinued Well, I mean, if you it. watch uh, Walking Dead and shit, I mean, those things in the future are still running. Yeah. So carburetors are the way you want to go, obviously, in a, yeah, in a but zombie when, world. Yeah, but when uh, Kawasaki does come out with their KLR 500 that's fuel-injected, that water-cooled 500 fuel-injected motor are probably... It'll probably same. put out 10 more horsepower, horsepower. than the original killer. Right. Yeah, yeah, but can you do sand dunes in it? Yeah, I mean, it'll, when it's... Yeah. That's a thing. I mean, will it, will, 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 yeah, it, what do you think, Wade? I it'll mean, be the bike to have. It, gotcha. It be, They're spending a lot of money to make something better they made yesterday. Well, it better be proven in Paris a car or something. Yeah, that, you know? that new CRF 450 from Honda looks really hot for the big single market. You know, finally, you're getting a nice, lightweight, real off-road bike fuel injected single yeah more horsepower than the klr 150 pounds lighter um they're they're a pretty penny right now but they'll come down 150 pounds lighter yeah well the klr is a pig no well i mean that's that's a well it's always been a pig yeah but there's something to be said about having a pig you know i mean uh weight weight is good thing to have just like fdr you know, Wait is nice like, on the uh, highway, yeah. and that's why the KLR's yeah. my highway queen. But, I mean, if you're in the middle of, like, Crybaby Canyon... You'd you want a lighter wanna, bike. If you could, <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're could do it over shit. again, would you do it on a lighter bike? Or You had a pretty good light bike. Yeah, well, I was on the XR400. Yeah. My, Which my, is, should be excellent for that's that. That's fine. You know, once yeah. you get under 300 pounds, I'm not really going to you know piss about the extra 10 or 15. It's all tools, and I could lose a little weight myself, too. But uh, I'm sure you lost a lot of weight on that trip. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the XR... It didn't have a button, right? No button. That's kick. You are. So you're in the middle of shit, Wade, and you have to kickstart that sucker. Yeah, and I stalled That's it. That's even worse. I always stall it downhill because I've got a pumper carb. So if you've been gassing it a little while and you've you know squirted some gas into the back of the carburetor and you close the throttle real quick like you often do when you go downhill and you want to scrub off speed. Well, if you're me and you go downhill slowly. Me. Yeah. But, man, my, my uh, XR will die downhill. All the time if it I'm floods? not careful with the pump. Yeah, because it floods. It floods from the pump. Pumper carb. Pumper carb. Yeah, you are. No, I was, uh, 
one of the few times I was riding dirt bike and uh, waiting hour sitting there and I'm whoa, 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 whoa. and I'm sitting there I was like oh yeah and the boys are sitting there and yeah I'm kind of like I might be the guy keeping everyone up so Wade comes over and he goes he pulls the the, the throttle wide open <laughs> on the two stroke the IT uh, apparently if yeah. you open the carb it was able to I'm newbie on the two stroke it. yeah to clear it and get, some, yeah, get some air down his throat and it was just bye bye and then we went from there then it took me on this most like what do you call it a black diamond or something yeah, like yeah they took me <laughs> yeah. on that's when I learned I didn't have brakes yeah <laughs> single trail goat stuff oh my god I was like cool but anyways yeah you motherfuckers but yeah we we, we did some crazy ass shit and um that bike was excellent actually i love that bike because yeah. in the end we did the I, alone was doing the creek crossing with the big old rocks yeah. not as big as your the, the skulls but it was like that the, the it had the 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 the, the, the flywheel plink 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 yeah. plink Those wouldn't die plink Plink, plink, and that, that was amazing. I took him to you Carnegie. Yeah. Carnegie and Hollister, I think. Con- we did it, too. Yeah. We did it a couple of times. <laughs> I think I did it three times. Yeah, that was a great bike. Carnegie, I landed the in- intimidating hill climb. Yes. Well, that was great, because it was like, um, Carnegie was neat, but the other one was a little more dangerous, because you could go every other way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think like- that was the one where I was coming down the hill, and I, I, I fell over coming down the hill, because there was no brakes. But uh, yeah, Carnegie, way goes up the hill, one wheel, turn around one wheel, now a wheel. It's like he didn't want to waste his front tire or something. I don't know. You have a problem with that. <laughs> it was, yeah, Carnegie is just like a hill climb. I struggle wheel. at Carnegie. I do. Are, I do as yeah. an OHV guy. Carnegie is kind of the last on my list. I usually go down the It's a horsepower track, I think. Yeah, it's just course. all the hills. It's the hills. Like well, I said, horsepower. I'm, a, I'm a real scaredy cat on hills. I don't know. Yeah, going up's one thing. You got to come Coming back down. down is the problem. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Got to have faith. And that's what I learned from my uh, pal Mitch. We were... Uh, 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 mountain biker back in the day in my youth, and he goes, Alex, he just went by all of us. He's like, downhill, give it gas. It's the only way you're in control. And that's what I kind of learned. You know, like if you're not in control going downhill, you know, but but that's what that's what he taught me, you know, as far as that crazy shit goes. When I was young and dumb and new to off-roading, I took my KLR650 to Carnegie. Nice. I think it was my Why wouldn't you? I think it was my second time in an OHV and the first time was at Metcalf and I did nothing but green easy trails at Metcalf and boy, Ooh. I got a lesson. And by a lesson I mean two broken ribs and a broken toe. What do you uh, mean? Uh, <laughs> what happened? Uh, oh, well, no. I, this was this is where my downhill phobia oh, comes downhill. from. Is I had gotten up, you know, pretty gnarly section. I felt pretty good. I didn't know the park very well, um, so I decided to take the most direct route that I thought would just kind of back the way that I came. And I wound up on a very steep downhill section, and I wasn't yeah. yet smart enough to know that I needed to put my weight back over the back of the bike so that I had a little more push on the gotcha. rear tire. Um, and I was just struggling between going too fast or hitting the brakes and sliding everything out. Um, and I crashed. And I definitely, you know, bruised a couple ribs, broke a toe, something like that. I don't go to the doctor anymore for that kind of stuff. How'd you get the bike well, down How would the you hill? ever go to a doctor unless it's poking so, out? So, yeah, this, I'm not very proud of this, but um, I was very frustrated. I struggled to just get the bike back up on its kickstand. Um, well, you and, got all hurt. <laughs> and you're on a hill, halfway down the hill. And I'm halfway down the hill. So I saw there was nobody below me. Um, so what I did is I put the bike in second gear. 
and I pulled in the clutch and I walked the bike down the hill and when it got too heavy to hold, I let the clutch out and I let the bike fall down the rest of the hill. Um, it was it'll, fine. It'll go down. And I, I was like, you know, it'll be fine. It'll, it, nothing's going to break on it. And it, it cruised right down the hill, chugging, you know, and, you know, kind of gracefully fell over towards the bottom of the trail. And then by then it was easy enough that I could get it out. Of and the you made OHP. it out. You made it out. I made it out. Yeah, I did. Well, I did. there's a thing about adrenaline that helps as well. And whatever drugs you're I'm on. just glad I didn't hit anybody with that bike. You know, as a smarter off-road rider now, I'd at least have tried to walk with it and have my hands on the bars and not just, you know, pushed it like a, you know, rocket ship down the hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One of them ghost bikes. Look out. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, are you having any uh, rides coming up soon? Well, um, I'm taking vacation on for a whole month. So, nice. Um, I mean, every single week, every weekend, there is a ride somewhere. Yeah. You going back home? Yes. Seeing family? Yes. Awesome. But you have a motorcycle in Mexico City? No, I wish. You're going to borrow, bar, beg I, one, rent I one. I can rent one. Yeah. <laughs> or get a scoot or one of them things you fly on, but everyone's breaking their bones on. Yes, I don't know if that's safe. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> oh. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll see you when, you know, when you get back for the, for the, from, the, from your family vacation. Yes, for sure. But have you ever done any of the roads these boys are talking about? No. Um, the Harley doesn't do Hollister? I, well, well, that's, the that's, other different. that's completely different. <laughs> no, I'm talking about uh, down right. I'm talking about down south. No, I, I I like to go and do something like that, but no, I never have the chance to do it. Yeah, I did it when okay. I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it's like uh, these these folks. It's it's a very wonderful place to be. Apparently, you know, it's just a I nice, fresh, do. different reality. It's more laid back. It's not go, 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 and like in the city here and crunch. Everybody's like in a sardine can. It's much more spread out and relaxed. It's a welcome change. From well, that's why our pal Dimitri, uh, who's a wonderful guy, and he does, uh, you know, he works for Motorhub SF. He should be coming back soon, I believe. Uh, December 12th, plus or minus. Okay, so he keeps on putting it out. So we'll probably see him in February. But anyhow, yeah, it's always wonderful. Everything I heard about being down south is just uh, totally, totally cool, you know, and everything's really relaxed and uh in the same way relaxed doesn't mean that you're not going uh i think at one point i think wade uh you boys were going about i think uh, you had to be 160 170 on the r1s uh you jason potts and someone else uh when the first 99 r1s came out you guys were all going down uh, to mexico and bad you're talking got, cabo 1000 racing well, i don't know what? i was just hearing uh jason uh Jason Potts is the one who told me the story where you all three were sitting together. I don't know who the third person was, but uh, yeah, you're just flying on the R once. Ah, we got to see how much, how fast we can go on that that R. But uh, yeah, certain fun times, you know. But uh, yeah, so anyhow, uh, great everyone. Uh, you know, having nice bikes and uh, Robbie. Let's go out and do some riding. I need to get some uh, miles on my bike. We'll go do Alice's. Get some pancakes. Yeah, yeah now that it's yeah. freezing, let's go. <laughs> yeah, well, it's actually... Oh, yeah, with the, you got heat and everything. Yeah, I was worried about you. Yeah, actually, I don't get cold. But, uh, yeah, Brian... Uh, you, have you ever dealt with uh, heated grips any type of gear like that or uh, no I kind of rough it I gotta be honest I've never done any of those creature comfort mods 
gotcha. And then I know Manny. I mean, pretty I'm much. I'm with it. Brian. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just go with whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just have your gear, and Bob's your uncle, you know, and go from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, anyhow, yeah. So uh, we're going to go uh, have a little break from here, and we'll be back shortly. Enjoy some of the music. Hopefully, if that will go on. <laughs> What are we doing on time? Well, there's always minutes. minutes. It's always minutes. All right, so this is... The problem is these aren't really... Oh, the outside speakers. Something... Something wrong. Yeah, the outside speakers are jumping around. Yeah. Yeah, there's something going on. Yeah, it's winter time, so it's like exactly. it's that season. Christmas. All right, so we got a little bit of an issue going on with our CD player, I guess, but everyone here on the offside is just having a good time, and we hate to have dead air, and we're just going to figure out what's going on as things are going on. So, let's see here. As far as new bikes, I'd love to say we're uh, totally happy with our uh, sponsors. And uh, like I said, uh, next Thursday, please come out. Uh, next Saturday, please come out to uh, Molotovs and uh, bring any type of clothes, bring any type of canned goods. I mean, it's uh, right now it's a time of giving. We will have this two times from now, but... Uh, Totally, it'd be nice if you come out, bring some clothes, bring some clean goods, and uh, we'll be at Molotov's next Saturday between, uh, oh, well, actually, let's say just four and nine, and uh, we'd be totally happy if you guys showed up and uh, give us some clothes and stuff and uh, donate, because uh, lately, between the fires and everything, it'd be really nice to actually... Uh, have someone come out and uh, help everyone out. I mean, this is going to be our fifth year, which is really cool, actually. So uh, go from there. All right, let's see if this music works.
right, we're back, and uh, welcome back to Racers Alley in the heart of the mission. And, uh, you know, uh, really nice to say, man, he's here with the California Posse. I've known him for a million years and uh, been on the back of his bike, wonderful Harley. And uh, I've always uh, seen uh, photos of everything he's done and uh, the boys with the California Posse. And, uh, Manny, what would you like to say to them, boys? Well, um, i like to tell the guys then... Um Yes, um, if they have a chance to come over every Thursday from 6 to 8. 6 to 8, man. You can always come in. Wade and I are here sitting there chilling, and uh, we have a really nice studio. I mean, uh, you, it's, it's enough to have a bunch of people sit out front. Uh, anyone there has a you know, mandolin or a harmonica. Wade and I would really like to keep, take advantage of our spot and have some live music here and acoustic. I mean, boy... Create you know, some good times. Yeah, totally, totally. And it's like we're just waiting, and it's 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 a work in progress. And we'd love to have some people come in and always join. And uh, Manny, you can see what we have here, and uh, in the future, going to be doing clothing drives and stuff. But you can always uh, use utilize our, our our time and space to you know help California Posse do whatever the runs they want to do. Yes, thank you, um, Alex. And also, if they don't uh, can, if they can make it, they can just go online and listen um, to the show live. Oh, totally, totally. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, no matter what, you can always find us here at uh, <laughs> MutinyRadio.fm minus the FM. No, it's MutinyRadio.fm. No, it's actually MutinyRadio, but www.mutinyradio.fm Yeah, yeah. Also, I had to find PCR us Yeah, you can always find us here in uh, Racers Alley and all that good stuff. So, uh, anyways, uh, we're running out of time here. And uh, any of you boys want to say something before we uh, get off the air here in about a minute? No, just great as always to be on the show with you, Alex. You know. Well, uh, Milk Crate Brian, always great to see you. Love your stickers. And uh, Manny, always wonderful to have you here for the first time. Man, that's awesome. You know. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, yeah. it's a, always you can always come drop by with your boys. Uh, Robbie Motor Tire Guy, congratulations on that new bike, buddy. So it's like, uh, I'll be riding with you. And uh, yeah, let's have some good times I there. I can carry and, uh, the beer. I've got a beer, beer, car, <laughs> beer bike. You can carry a keg. Follow him. And, Don't uh, get away from him. So uh, anyway, so Wade, uh, always a pleasure to have you here. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll be here next week and uh, we'll discuss. Uh, well, actually, oh, Wade, I'll, you're going to be, be busy next week. week so uh, yeah. we'll have a guest host. And uh, guys, enjoy your time right now. Be safe out there. Enjoy your holidays. And uh, Wheelie on. Wheelie on. Yar, yar. And, uh, and thank you all for enjoying our show, guys. And right? buy, exactly. buy a dual sport. Buy a dual sport. And buy a dual sport. Uh, Brian, you got anything to say? No, not at all. Just buy a dual sport. Man, you got anything <laughs> to say? <laughs> uh, happy holidays to everybody. Yeah. Lotus? Yes, uh, my my daughter. Uh, hi, I'm on TV. Uh, hi, I'm on camera. Uh, whatever. I'm on camera. <laughs> I'm on camera. <laughs> That's a, uh, exactly. I'm yeah, I love this. We're all high. Anyways, cheers, guys.
you